This is Gemara Nivamas Adaf Kof Tess. All the learning should bring an incredible. We're holding on the bottom of Kuv Chesamabiz, and we're officially at the two-week mark, two weeks left to this incredible Masech Davivamas, who could have fathomed a few months ago, being at this point, started off with quite a difficult Masech There's still are much difficulty, but the light is visible at the end of the tunnel, and hopefully we should be bechazik ourselves for the final two weeks in the home stretch. And we begin the Mishnah on the bottom of Kulches HaMabiz that says the Mishnah, If someone divorces a woman and then remarries her, then he dies. What's the halacha? She's allowed to the Yavim. So in, for simplistic purposes, let's play this out very, very slowly. If someone marries a woman, and then he divorces her. What happens if right now, after Ruvain divorces Rachel, Ruvain dies? Would Ruvain Shimon be allowed to do Yibam to Rachel? Of course not. Because for Shimon to marry Rachel is an Isser Deraisa, as Rashi points out, because it's Grushas Achiv. It's the divorcee of your brother, which is not allowed. So, but if Ruvain then goes and remarries Rachel, and then dies, now, what happens? Now, Shimon could, yes, do Yibam to Rachel. Because now it's like Grusha's Achiv. Now it's, they were, they were married at the time of death. And then they could, yes, do Yibam, says the Tanikama. Turning over to Kuftesim and Aleph, continues the Mishnah with the opinion of Revelyezer, Oyser, says Revelyezer, nothing doing. You're not allowed to do Yibam. And as Rashi reminds us, the Gemara will explain in one moment, the Pshat. And similarly, someone divorces a Yisayma, an orphan girl, and remarries her, but Ezra Yisrael says no. Case number two, which again, we have to see what's the unique Chiddush of the Yisayma. And case number three in the Mishnah, Ketana a Ketana who was married off by her father, she was divorced. When she gets divorced, she has the status of the assignment on the life of her father, meaning she's not allowed, meaning her father does not have any more rights over her. Vechzira, if she then goes and remarries her husband, everyone says you also to Yivam. Let's just explain this last in. A Ketana's father on a Daraisa level is able to marry her off. If she gets divorced now on a Dirabanon level, she's in her own Rishos. And a Dirabanon level, she's able to get remarried. So the second marriage is only a marriage Dirabanon, and that's the reason why there would be no Yibam from that. But we'll get to there in a few minutes. Let's begin with the first part of the Mishnah that Rav Lazar learned that if someone marries a woman, divorces her, and remarries her, then dies, and there is no Yibam in such a scenario. Explains the Gemara, Omar, Ifa, explains... Ifa or Ifa, that's person's name. My time under Avalazar, Once there's one moment of time that the Yavam is forbidden to this woman, which is when, when Reuven divorced her, like we spoke out, it's Kushas Achif. Even if Reuven subsequently remarries her, the Isser does not disappear, and Shimon would not be able to do Yibam to Reuven's wife. 
If what you're saying is correct, that the reason of Rav Lazar is that there's a moment of Easter, that Easter never disappears, so then you should have to do nothing, not even Chalitza. So maybe you'll suggest to me, yeah, you don't have to do Chalitza. Vatanya, the Braisa says, me Shem Rav Lazar, Amr Chalat says, you have to do Chalitza. Rav Lazar did not know what is the reason, and that is the reason why Rav Lazar is a machmir in order to chalitza in as much as he forbids yibum. And Amr Abayi explains Abayi on a time of Rav Lazar he is misupik. Not that Rav Lazar did not know the reason and therefore was machmir. He's misupik. Rav Lazar is in doubt whether what we a concept. That we've learned recently, what is the detail that determines the permissibility between the Yavam and the Yavama? Is it the Misa? Do we look at the time of death? Whether this Yavam and Yavama are allowed to get married, which in this case would result in a yes allowance to get, remar- get married, Yavam and Yavama. Because at the time of the husband's death, they were married. On the first white line, if it's that we view the original marriage, we look backwards and we say, wait, was it always allowed? Therefore, will not be allowed. So explains Abai Rablaz, who was not sure which point in time is that which determines, and that is the reason why Rablaz required Chalitza, and as much as he forbids Yibam. Rav Amar says, Rav, another explanation on the second Y line. Really, it's all viewed at the time of Misa, and therefore they should yes be able to do Yibam. Everyone knows that they got divorced, but everyone knows they got remarried. So we're nervous that people are going to think that they weren't remarried. People are going to think that they were divorced. People are going to think that Shimon is marrying his Gush HaZachiv, the divorcee of his brother. Ask the Gemara, really? When they get remarried, they're married. So everyone knows about it. They're sitting and staying married to each other. And whereas the divorce takes one moment. Explains the Gemara, no, Mila Yaskina, you know what the case you're referring to is the Hajab Orta Vishakhab is Sifra. They got remarried, and then the next morning he was Nifter, Sifra Peel did not know about the subsequent marriage. Ravashi Amar, another Tarat, I knew Taima Dravalazar, you know why? Because her honey me should be same bachayaf. Ravalazar was Geyser. He said, You're not allowed to give him in this case, the first two cases of the Mishnah, because of the next case of the Mishnah. Vech zero. And explains the Gemara, So makes a lot of sense, the Lazar is patterning his din after that case. Says the Gemara, really? Hi, my lememra. Excuse me. Says the Gemara, what is the case in the end of the Mishnah teaching me? Hi, my lememra. What is the Chiddush? Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, hi, my lememra. Pshita, what's the chiddush of that case in which the Yisayim of Achayi Av, it's Bashit, El-Lav 
This is the Chiddush. That high mother of Allah, the Gazer Hanach Mishamai. The reason of Allah is we make Gzeira. Shmamina. So that's Gufa the Chiddush of the end of the Mishnah. And now says the Gemara, Tani Kavasid Deravashi. Now we have a raya to this case, says the Gemara, the din that we just said of Ravashi, which we explained was Meduyak in the Seifa. We have a Brysa that supports this din. The Brysa says, ten lines into the wide lines, first one line is Maidim. Maidim Chacham in the Ravalazar, Begetana, Shisi Avi, Avinis Garsha. A Ketana that her father married her off, which we explained was a marriage, Daraisa, then she got divorced. Harek Yisem Vachayav, she's a din of Yisem, while her father's alive. Vachzero, when she gets remarried, Married, which we explained is a dinner marriage on a Dirabanan level. Shasura Liabim, she can't give him why. Meshe Gerushel, Gerushin Gemur now explains explicitly. The Gerushin was full fledged, it severed it completely. Vain Chazarasa Chazar Gemurah, but the remarriage was only on a Dirabanan level, and therefore you can't subsequently do Yibam because on the Daraisa level, she's a Grusha. On the Dirabanan level, she's remarried. So with regard to the dindar rice of Yibam, you cannot do it. And now the Bryce explains it's only what happened while she's a Kitana, she got remarried, she's a Kitana, that's when it's on the Rabbana level. Then you would, yes, be able to do either Chalitza or Yibam. You can never do Yibam in any of these cases. And that is the Raya to the din of Ravashi. Says the Gemara, once on the topic, a bit of a sidebar question, we're five lines from the next Mishnah on the bottom of the Amud. They ask the following, Rava asks from Rav Nachman, Sarasa Mahu, what is the Alacha, Sarasa Mahu, yes, excuse me, Sarasa Mahu, what is the din with regard to the Sarah? According to Ravalazar, is the Sarah allowed to do Yibam? So Amrlei Rav Nachli responds, How far do you want this to go? Ravalazar created a Gzairah disallowing this woman that got divorced and remarried to do Yibam. But the co-wife? The co-wife is yes allowed. I asked the Gemara of Atanya, but we learned in a rice of Misham Ravalazar, he says, Sounding like the Surah as well is only allowed to do Chalitza and not Yibam. Explains the Gemara. Really, they both do Chalitza? We know that's not true. We know that only one person does Yibam or Chalitza. El Alav, you know what the Braisa means? And now, if you're going to tell me that's what the Braisa means. If you're going to say like that, I'll say like this. Therefore, there's no Raya from this Braisa, because once we're changing the wording, says the Gemara, we could change it in our favor. Continues the daf today in the bottom of Kuftesim and Aleph with a new Mishnah. The Mishnah now is going to deal with the Din of Yibom with regard to Kedushin Dirabonin. Says the Mishnah, Shnei Achim Nisuin We have two brothers that are married to two sisters that are Kitanois. Two sisters who are Kitanois. And one of the husbands died. Again, Reuven and Shimon are married to Rachel and Leah who are underaged. And then Reuven dies. The other one, the 
the one whose husband died, again, Reuven is married to Rachel, Shimon is married to Leah. So after Reuven dies, Rachel goes free. Why? Because she is a Vachais Isha. Brings us back to the beginning of the Mesechta. She is the sister's wife, meaning Shimon is married to Leah. So Shimon can't do even to Rachel, because Rachel is Leah's sister. And now this, of course, is where the Mishnah becomes along with the Chedish. And this is going to be the subject of today's daf. Says the Gemara, V'chein Shtei Charashes, the same din is by two deaf mutes. And exactly the detail, the Chedish that we're honing in on when it comes to the deaf mutes, etc. Let's read the rest of the Mishnah and then we'll understand. Continues the Mishnah, G'daylo Ketana, if we have another case. A case where one sister was a G'dayla and one sister was a Ketana. Again, Rachel and Leah. What happens? Mays Abayla Shal Ketana and Leah dies and Leah, excuse me, Shimon dies and Leah is the Ketana. Now Leah, the Ketana, falls even to Reuven. The Ketana goes out because Reuven is married to Rachel. So Leah leaves because Reuven can't be married to Rachel and Leah at the same time. Ah, but what happens if Reuven dies? Reuven was married to Rachel, who's a G'dayla, full-fledged marriage. And now, what happens if Rachel falls even to Shimon, who's only married to Leah on a Dirabana level, because she's a Ketana. So what do we do right now? So we have a mach like this. says, we tell Leah, do Mion from Shimon. This is the theme of our entire parrot. Once Leah does Mion, she severs the marriage to Shimon from the beginning. And now Shimon could to fulfill the mitzvah darais of Yibam to Rachel. Rav Gamliel Amir says, no. Imiana miana. Vimlav dil. Says Rav Gamliel, if, he wants, if she wants to do Mion, she could do Mion. She doesn't want to do Mion. She has to wait. Or I should say, Rachel has to wait until Leah grows up and becomes a G'dayla. And once Leah becomes a G'dayla, thereby creating the marriage between Leah and Shimon to being a full-fledged marriage. Because now she's a G'dayla. Then Rachel is Potter. Why? Because now Rachel is the sister of Shimon's wife. So again, even though Shimon originally was only married on Dirabanan level, when his wife grows up, it becomes a Deraisa marriage, and then the sister Rachel can't be married, and therefore she'll go out scot-free, but she's going to have to wait until Leah grows up. That's the opinion of Rabban Gamliel. Uh, Rabban Gamliel. And opinion number three in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yeshua Imer. So Rabbi Rabbi Gamliel, and Rabbi Yeshua Imer. Eloi Alishta, Eloi Alisha Zachif. Woe is unto everyone, everyone gets messed up. Why? Maitis Ishtai Beget, he has to divorce his wife, Evisha's Achiva Chalitza, and he has to Chalitza to Rachel. So the last opinion of Yeshua teaches us that Shimon is forced to divorce his wife, who's a Kitano Leah, but he's not to do even to Rachel, rather he does Chalitza to Rachel, and of course we'll see exactly what exactly is going on over here. Says the Gemara, let's go back to the beginning of the Mishnah, what did Rabbi Eliezer teach us? Not the beginning of the Mishnah. The end of the Mishnah, the three-way Machlaikas. What was the opinion of Rav Eliezer? Rav Eliezer says, we tell Leah to do Mion to Shimon. And then Shimon goes and does what? And does Yivam to Rachel. Rachel being the Gedayla. So Shimon can marry Rachel. So after Leah does Mion, Shimon can marry Rachel. 
asks the Gemara, Mi Shari, is it true? Is it permitted to tell Leah to do, tell her to do Mion? But Tanibar Kapar, Lo Yemiad, Begadim, Mishlech Advarim, you should cleave to three items. Vizrachik, Mishlech Advarim, and you should distance from three items. Yadvik, Mishlech Advarim, what should you cleave to? Chalitza, Ubavar Shalom, Ubavar Sedarim. The Gemara didn't explain each one of these three. Vizrachik, Mishlech Advarim, which is what? Mina Mion, Mina Begadim, Mina Arvanais. So says the Gemara, I don't understand. How are you telling Leah to do Mion? The Brisa says, you should distance yourself from Mion. Explains the Gemara, Mion the Mitzvah shiny. This is the case of a Mitzvah. This Mion is facilitating a Yibam Daraisa. And that is the reason why we train, we tell Leah to do Mion. But there were six entities, three items that you should cleave to, three items you should distance to. Distance from. So now says the Gemara, let's delve into these six items. Kufa, four lines from the bottom. Tani bar kavar loilam yadvik adam shleisha dvarim chalitza kavashal. What does it mean? You should always cleave to chalitza like kavashal taught us. Harkening us all the way back again to the beginning of the Mesech the Tanya. Avashal leimer akoni says yevintel l'shem noi l'shem isha l'shem davar acher. So does yibum for the wrong reasons because he feels that she's a pretty girl. He feels that he just wants to be with her, etc. Kiilu poygea be'erva. It's as if he slept with an erva, and therefore Avashal taught. It's always better to chalitza. Ve'kara ve'inai leyos avlan mamzer, and it's almost like the child will be a mamzer. Case number two that one should cleave to b'avash shalom. One should try to make peace. A very apropos. Says the Gemara, well, peace is always apropos. You should seek peace and you should pursue it. Moving over to Kof Tessam it be, says the Gemara of Amr Avavua, what's his seeking peace and pursuing it? We see the wonderful thing of being Roydev brings Chayim Stuck Chesed. So to over here, one should run after Shalom. How incredibly important we have to be to ensure that there is no fights. And number three continues the Gemara four lines down to Kuftesim and Beis. It's as if you built a bomb and you brought a carbon, and we all know they call a boy in a bomb. The mizbech is myer demais. I shouldn't say myer demais. Says um, yeah, Rashi. Rashi says over here not to, that uh, it's her bombais. Talking about a time that you're not going to make a bomb, therefore that's why it's a terrible avera. And finally, what are the three things you should distance from Yisrachim? Why should you distance from Mion? Because maybe this girl's going to grow up and she's going to have regret that she's really going to want to have been married to this man. One should distance himself from Pikadines, from taking a safekeeping item, from being a guarantor. What's the case referred to? Bebar Masa, accepting a deposit from someone in the same town as you, Debaisi Ki Baisei Dami. Who considers the person who's holding the Bekadain like his own house that he often goes there. And what's the problem if he often goes there? Rashi says he's going to take back his item and then he's later going to claim it. So you're going to get caught up in such a scenario. So such a situation where the person giving you the Bekadain always is in your house. Don't take a Bekadain. Minai Ravain. One should also distance himself from acting as a guarantor. In what type of scenario? The guarantors of Shalziyan, which either Rashi says is the name of a place, or the other word is that Shalziyan might, either it's the name of the place, or Shalziyan is comes the word of Shleif 
Vidait, as Rashi here points out, that which means what? That you should detach, and it detaches himself to the guarantor. It's a type of arrangement which the borrower is not going to actually go and ask the let the excuse me, the lender is not going to go to the borrower and ask back for his money, but rather the lender is first going to go to the guarantor, and that's the type of loan you should distance yourself from, because then it's ultimately going to be your headache. Usually a guarantor is, if he doesn't pay, you come to me. Here it's a terrible guarantor, he's coming to you first, distance yourself from such a scenario. What is the need of the Pasuk, the misfortune after misfortune, when he guarantees for a stranger? Those who accept Geirim will have all these terrible things. The guarantees of Shaltziah, and one who attached himself to a Dvar Halacha. Now the Gemara explains in this last member, it's like Saras, Girem are terrible, it brings out the issues. As we've seen, that they collect from him first. And what's the last one? Says almost like a almost like a, you know a cryptic statement. Says Rabbi I see whoever says he has no Taira, he has no Taira. Whoever says he doesn't learn Taira gets no schar. Says the Gemara of Shita, of course. Ella Kolaimer ain loy. Ella Taira ain loy. Ella Taira. Says Gemara Hanami Shita Shkayach. Says, no, you don't even get that schar. Why not? Why don't you get the schar for what you did at least? My time on Rabba Merkra. That is such an important lesson. If you don't follow the Torah, you don't get schar for learning it either. That's terrorist number one. By same terrorist number two. And what's the Kiddush? The Kiddush is that you taught the Torah to someone else and that person follows the Torah even though you don't. You would think you teach your friend Torah, he follows the rules and you don't. So maybe you'll get schar because he's at least following it. Kamash Malan, then no, you still do not get schar. And finally, Viva Yisema, a third shot, what does it mean? Someone who attaches himself, someone who's a master of Taira, what does that refer to? But refers to a Dayan, a judge, that a case comes in front of him, a Gemara Lacha, and he learned that Lacha, he doesn't really know the Lacha in this case, but he compares it to another case. If it is, and so what's the problem? The problem is this a rabbi, he has a rabbi, and he doesn't go ask the rabbi. So even though he could have asked, he doesn't ask. So he brings misfortune onto himself. Why? The dying shavu as if a sword is between his leg. Again, again, it was open up in front of him. The severity that's accorded when one paskins a shayla. The better shleima at sixty warriors around him. So careful one has to be. So if someone on his own without asking when he could ask, that's a terrible calamity, and that's one in which he attached himself to Dvar Taira and ends up a fatal flaw. 
And now we're going to conclude today's year by beginning this next Gemara, in which the Gemara quotes the Mishnah says, Rav Gamliel Aimer, if she does me, I'm fine. But if not, you have to wait. Again, we're talking about a case where someone, there's two brothers, two sisters, the two sisters, one's a Gitano, one's a Gedailah. And the brother married to the Gedailah is Nifter. What do we do with the other one? Shimon and Leah, Shimon and Leah, we'll call them as we said in the Mishnah. Leah is a Gitano. So the first opinion that we just spoke about was Rabbi Yazidah, we teach Leah to do Mion. Says Rav Gamliel, no, you don't teach Leah to do Mion. If she wants to do Mion, great. And if she doesn't, then Rachel has to wait until Leah becomes a Gedailah. When she becomes a Gedela, she'll be fully married to Shimon. And then Rachel will be Potter. Rachel will leave because now Shimon can't marry her because of Achais Isha. It's, a, it's the sister of his wife. So, by me, Rabbi asked Rav the following fundamental Shaila. My time with Rav Gamliel. What's Rav Gamliel's reasoning that he says if she doesn't want to do me and he has to wait until she grows up? Is it because he holds that the Kedushan of Akhtan is hanging? And when she grows up, she grows up, the Kedushan grows up with her, meaning, even if they never slept together, but the mere fact she becomes a Gedayla makes the Kedushin into full-fledged. We're trying to figure out the mechanics when it happens that a girl that goes from a Kitana to Gedayla, the marriage goes from a Kitana, from a Darabonan to Daraisa. How does that happen? Is it that it's hanging, and as soon as she becomes a Gedayla, boom, automatically the marriage is full-fledged? I don't know. That the Allah is that if someone marries the Achais Yevama, Niftura Yevama, the Halchasalah, Ibaalin, Eloi Baalai, that's only if they slept together, then it becomes the marriage goes on the Daraisa level. So they asked the Rav, what was the dinner of Gamliel and the Mishnah? Is it only after this Katana is with her husband, only after Leah's with Shimon when she grows up, or even not? So explains Rav, Omar Alei, I knew time to your Bliyam, Mishad Ksavar, Mekadosh, Achos Yivama, Neftera Yivama, V'halchala Yibal, In, Eloi, Ba'alai, He answers that, it's only in a scenario, in which they were together, one, they have a Ashmish, that would consummate the marriage, even on the Raisa level. Omar Rav Sheishas, says Rav Sheishas, Amina Ki Noi Mishachav Rav, I say that Rav said this halacha when he was falling asleep. Amar la shmaitza, the tani as we learned in a raisa. Hame kandish as a katana kedusha tuluyin. My tuluyin! What does it mean? It sounds like the other tzav. La ki gadla gadla badav avgadzloi bal. So it says Rav Sheishas, Rav, it sounds like you're sleeping when you said this halacha. It says in a raisa, it's hanging. Hanging sounds like you don't have to do anything. It's automatic once they grow up. So Amar le Rav and Brady Rav Nachman, no, Amilsa katana, Amilsa tal, Yavikaima, Ibalini loy balo. It doesn't mean it happens on its own. It means the matter of a katana is hanging, but it's only if they actually were together. Damra, who adif minai, vana adifna minai. A bit of different gear. So you had to read this last line, but we'll pick it up from Rav and Mirtashem in the next year.